What is up, Fathom Fam? In this episode, we've got our January 31st Sunday sermon, a special message recorded on Fathom's 8th anniversary, where different leaders in the church join Pastor Kyle to share stories of transformation and the vision ahead from where they stand. Thank you for listening and supporting Fathom Church. Remember, you can always visit us on our website, fathom.church. All of our weekly sermon messages are available there, as well as on our Church Center app or YouTube. You can also check us out on Instagram or on Facebook. In addition to our Fathom Church page, you can request to join our Fathom Family Facebook group. That's the very best way to keep up to date on all of the great things happening here at Fathom. If you haven't tuned in to our Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast, you can check the show notes for a link. You don't want to miss it. It's just some practical, casual conversation, a couple of leaders applying Sunday sermon to faith, life, and following Jesus between Monday and Saturday, not just on Sunday. We hope to see you over there, but for now, we're going to jump right into the anniversary message. Awesome. Happy anniversary! Yeah! Yeah, I'm. Can you believe it? No. I literally cannot believe it. It's um, the other night we we were kind of late to the party and we went to Night of Lights. Like, who goes to that at the end of January? Well, we did. Um, and uh, I, I was looking back on photos this week and I found. Uh, Kenny, do you have that picture of my first Taryn and I's first Night of Lights eight years ago? Babies. Yeah. <laughs> Not here today, but uh, man, I was just thinking about, you know, I was just going through and just kind of living down memory lane, and I found one of Beckett, too. Uh, Beckett, you can't see it, but it's business in the front and party in the back right there. It's, uh, he's got a beautiful baby mullet going on. When he got there, and he turns 10 this week, so it's uh, just nuts. I just, I remember back to just that time, and I look around, and I see faces. I I, I see Tyler back here with us, and I, re- I remember meeting you, Laura, just at, at, the, at the pool, and I remember sitting down at Longhorn with Lee and just uh, re- remembering through just all these things, uh, these memories that just kind of flood back on a day like this. Do you ever have those days where you're just kind of flooding back the memories? And, and, and maybe your story isn't eight years with us. Maybe it's a year or six months, but Man, there's these markers in which we remember what God's done, and He's He's done a lot. And so, well, you just kind of wanted to. Today's gonna be a little bit different. I'm not kind of preaching, preaching heavy. We're just um, taking a little, not only a little bit of a trip down memory lane um, with some different leaders who are gonna join us up here, but also really just talking about what God's doing now, celebrating what He's doing now, looking ahead to to what He's got for us in store for 2021. Um, because man, there's been so much bad and heavy things over the past year that we've all been just laboring through, but I feel amongst our community that, that there's a lot of reasons to celebrate. God has been so faithful, and like we're not throwing a party today to throw a party. Like we are celebrating the faithfulness of God. Yes. Another year, another, another year that God has just shown up and been faithful to save people, to set people free, to deliver them, and, and you all uh, are worthy to be celebrated. <laughs> Along with the faithfulness of God, you are worthy to be celebrated um, because you are what make this, makes this place what it is, yeah. what makes this place so loving and, and just so incredible. Uh, I wanted to throw a few more pictures up there before we just chat a little bit. I don't even remember what pictures you have back there. I'll probably, dude, this is what it looked like pre-launch. We're throwing Christmas lights up and just getting ready to 
we had just moved from our apartment to here. Do you remember yeah, that? There was no carpet on the floor. <laughs> well, there was red floor, carpet right? first, and yeah. then there was... We ripped that up. I know some of you are missing the red carpet. And if you've but. ever ripped up carpet that's been here for a long time, it hurts. Yeah. It's I remember like stand, um, being on a ladder, like uh, right uh, back there in the back of the room, that, li- that last light right there. Um, and uh, right, right above Michelle right there, and I fell off of the ladder and got a big scar on my leg. I don't know how I did it, just being stupid or something, but uh, I don't know. This, it's just crazy, crazy times. So what other photos we got? That's our first anchor group meeting. <laughs> our first anchor group meeting right out in our old lobby, just meeting with leaders to kind of plan um, what anchor groups are going to look like, and it's just amazing what God's done in them since then. I think there's um, I think this is one of like our preview services. I don't think that's launch day. I think it's one of our preview services before we, uh, we launch there. It's pretty, pretty wild. And that's our first DNA session uh, right up here. Still the long hair was still representing. And I think the, I think the next one, oh, no, no, no. That, oh, man, this is our first baptism. That's Nicole Holtzoffel um, right there, uh, one of our first baptisms that we did uh, here in 2013. Just Incredible. Many of you know uh, Nicole. She's um, amazing. Our first Easter, big Easter celebration. You can see like some of the bright colors out there. Everybody's celebrating. And now there's a building going up back there. And I think this is our first anniversary. Yes. Yes. Anniversaries were a little bit smaller back then. And, uh, <laughs> but man, we just look back and we just thank God for, for all he's done. Um, what memories are coming back to you uh, this week as we've been talking about this all week? I just remember the like, I think a lot of times people just come in and they see, like, all this stuff being done, and I think of, like, us getting donated toys for the nursery and, like, bleaching them in the bathtub, and just, you know, little tiny steps that all add up to make a big thing, and that's when you were saying earlier, just, it's really all of you guys, it's not, we get to sit up here and talk about it, but just the hands and feet of all the different people and all the years that have poured into this place, is really what has made it what it is, um, just, yeah. and that's just so beautiful. You just don't realize what you're doing, what you're building, like what we get to build together and the impact that it makes. We just, we just don't think about it. We just go ahead and we serve and we find our ways to plug in or help or love somebody or, or, or be kind to them, and we just don't realize the impact we make, but all of it comes together, and that's what the Scriptures tell us. It's that it's many parts that come together, that are, that are being joined together, and the more we mature and grow in our faith— the stronger we get as a church. And so that's kind of our theme for this year is, is stronger. And so my challenge to each one of you is just get stronger in your faith. Get, get stronger in Him. Get stronger in the community together. Like where people, not just where you know them, but they know you. You know, and that, that's a part of what, this, what makes this place special is that there's people that, that really want to know you and grow in relationship and, and challenge you to grow in your faith with the Lord. And, and I'm, I'm just so thankful. Uh, our launch day was amazing. Like it was, it was nuts. I mean, it was just a whirlwind. I remember sitting at the Mexican restaurant after, after, um, after we got done. I, I think it was uh, the one you work at, um, uh, Melinda. Yeah, Don Juan's. We were at, at Don Juan's afterwards and uh, good, good Mexican food. A little plug for Don Juan's there. And, um, <laughs> and it was just like my world was spinning. I mean, just my whole life. Like we had worked, we had taken this property and just renovated it to, to make it a place that you would want to be in. <laughs> physically, like, like visually, and, and um, had this great launch day, and then it was just like, okay, now let's go do it again next week, you know, it's like, it's just like this big event that you, if you've ever planned for a, a party, you know, at your house, 
um, like leading the church is like doing that like multiple times a week. <laughs> it is what it's like, and you know how stressful that week is. That's what it's like every week as we, we plan, and I'm just so, I want to take a second to just shout out our leaders throughout this church. Can we just show some love to our leaders throughout this church? Um, we are so thankful for how you all carry the culture that God, we feel like is God has placed in our heart and branded on us, and we just have invested and poured into you, and we're so thankful for how you just carry that in your leadership with grace and with strength and with spiritual maturity. Uh, we're just proud of every single one of you. We really are, and we literally could not do this. Not one week could we do it without you. Like, we would literally fall apart at the seams um, without you. And so, man, take a minute. If you're in a ministry team uh, or, or you serve under, under some, uh, a leader here, before you leave today, find a moment, text them or something, and encourage that leader. They are well worthy of that encouragement on a regular basis, but just find some moments to speak life into them because they, they serve us well. Come on, one more time. Show some love to our leaders. They do an incredible job. I was telling, we were sitting on the couch last night, and I said, you know what I really want to do is I just want to take some time to just honor our church, like honor you. <laughs> not, not just our leaders, I want to honor our leaders, but I want to honor you as a church because you do make this place so special. And, and we just started talking about, like, where do you want to start with that? And just doing that and... and and everything that we said really lined up with our core values. Yeah. It Which absolutely. is super cool because you put stuff out on paper and it sounds good and it matches and maybe even the words go together really well. But then when you walk in this place and you see it like physically happening with each group of people that you walk past, it's like, oh, that's selfless service. Like that's <laughs> divine vision. That's, you know, and you just see our core values in a nutshell every single week, which is so beautiful. Yeah, for those of you that have no idea what our core values are, you've probably felt them. <laughs> You know, you felt unconditional love, that nobody's judging you for where you're at in the journey. They love you right where you're at. And when you've made a mistake, if you've ever kind of just fallen off the deep end and you've, you've been embraced with love, like genuine love, um, and, and that is not anything that anybody here has on their own other than what has been given to them by God, but you do a great job, Fathom Church, of being a vessel of God's love. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, and I'm so thankful for you. Um, I'm thankful that we're an authentic community, that <laughs> when someone tells you you're fine, like, I'm fine, we know that they're lying, and we're like, What's, how are you really feeling? You know, we're like, we just know that, and it's okay when someone says, how are you doing? And it's okay to be honest. I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for how you carry that. Um, many of us have probably been in, in places at work or at church in which everybody's got a front on, and, and I know that we're not perfect around here. I'm not perfect, right? I'll put my front up on some days in which I'm, I'm mad and just don't want to tell you about it, you know? But, but we press each other and we sharpen one another to be more authentic and to, and to truly be a community that we do life together. Yeah, because I think in that brokenness and in that place of, okay, I'm not okay, it, it's a safe place to feel like I can share that and not be beat down, but it's also a place where you can be held accountable because I think a lot of times people look at unconditional love and they right. think, oh, it's so sweet and, yep. you know, loving. Well, no, I, I want somebody to come to me and say, what you're doing right now is wrong and it's against scripture and yep. let's, let me put my arm around you and let's walk together yep. instead of, 
all right, well, when you get your stuff together, I'll be here. <laughs> you know, you just stay over there for a minute. And it's, it's just so beautiful to have that balance of, yes, it's unconditional love, but it's also bringing someone in when um, we just not correct, when we need correction. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, and our, our third and fourth, so it's, it's unconditional love, authentic community. Our third core value is selfless service. It's just the way we see Jesus serving. And man, am I so thankful. We'll, we'll go and we'll speak at a conference every, every now and again for marriage or something, and, and I'll just see the, the you know, handful of leaders that are making everything happen. You know what I mean? They're just doing everything. And, and it was such, just warmed my heart as I arrived this morning. I'm usually the first one here, but haven't slept well this week. So I slept in uh, today of all days and slept in till 6.50. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, um, such a lazy bum. And so, but I rolled in, you know, not too long after that. And there's just volunteers all over the place just making uh, today happen. This, this beautiful celebration that is planned for us outside just and then after it's all done, you, you, if you've ever been a part of an event, you just see just people just start jumping in. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's asking them to. There's a handful of people that are lined up on lists that we at least got some people squared away. But then everybody just jumps in and just serves selflessly. And, and, and we do this every week. You do this every single week. And, uh, man, it, it makes this place so special. So we just wanted to thank you and honor you for your humility, the way you make us laugh, the way you treat us like your own family, the way you care for and love for our kids, the way you pick up my daughter after church and make her laugh. And yes, thank goodness that she doesn't have to be the last one picked up yeah, from the because she would nursery. Be otherwise. And, uh, you know, we're just so grateful for you all, the way you carry the vision of this house. And um, because we're, we're, we're not supposed to be like the church down the road. We're just supposed to be who God's called us Amen. to be. And, uh, and I love who God's called us to be. We're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, not us collectively and certainly none of us individually. But um, in our brokenness, in uh, our, our growth uh, process, um, you're something special, Fathom. And I love you and I'm so grateful to be able to sit up here and just honor you and, and tell you how much we love you and care about you and are thankful to be able to lead this, this vision. Whenever you first told me that you were called to plant a church, I'm pretty sure I laughed, but I definitely just was like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) I'm not doing that. It was a very fast no. It was... (laughs) No. And I think another beautiful thing that has happened, and this is only from my perspective, so hopefully, you know, everyone is seeing growth because my hard, absolute no went like complete opposite. And so I remember arguing with the Lord, and I grew up in the church, and so this scripture, Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. I've always heard that. It's always been kind of a cute thing that you see on like a tote bag or, you know, like a a note card or something. And the Lord really started to illuminate that scripture for me where it was like, I, I saw like a, like a picture of a path, like a stone path kind of, and normally we like to see all of the stones lit up, like the whole way down the path of where we're going. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord was like, no, that's not how this works. You need to say yes to the first stone, and then the next one will light up, and then he gives you the next, you know, thing for obedience, and you take the next step. And so I just remember that scripture literally like wrapping itself around me because I was scared. I was 
no, this is not happening. Why are you doing this to me? We are in a good place. We don't need to move. <laughs> I want to have kids here. My grandparents live here. Like everywhere, we, everything was just like, no, I don't want to do that. And I love how the Lord like just takes your heart and he's like, but it's okay. And not only does he light up the next step, but he holds your hand. And so I painted that onto my Bible, lamp into my feet, because it's not just a cute like tote bag saying anymore. It's like, okay, I can do, I can do one step. Yeah. I don't need to see the end of the path because I think I'd be too scared of it. So if God's calling you to something from a girl who said hard, like I remember we were in the car. Hard pass. And I was like, yeah. no, and I looked out the window, like then, the opposite well, direction. <laughs> like, no, I'm not talking to you about this. And you, you, they won't be surprised by this, but you started crying and it was not in a good way. You're yeah. just like, no, this can't well, be Well, because I know how God works. Like he gets you eventually. So I was like, I'm saying no, but I know this is happening. So I'm just going to like posture myself to the no. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just, that has been such a like deep like scripture for me to hold on to because in the scary times when it's not feeling okay, it's okay. God wants us when we're weak because that's when he becomes strong. Mm. And watching that just unfold like step by step, path by stone by stone, like and then it, sometimes you look back and it's not lit backwards either. So you're like, <laughs> okay, I have to keep going forward. Yeah. So Man, um, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. Um, I'm thankful for how God's led us in this and how we've learned to just be sensitive to him. I, we've, we've grown so much um, just in our own spiritual maturity, and you've given us a grace and, and a place to do that. And we're, we're grateful for that. Hey, over the next few minutes, um, uh, we want to spend about, about another 15 minutes with uh, three leaders that we're going to invite up here one at a time, and we're just going to do some sharing just about uh, what God's do doing in their life and what, what's going on in the church and, and really uh, give you a heads up about what's happening this year and vision, and so hope to, to join your part. I'm going to invite Christina Scott. Everybody give it up for Christina. We're squeezing there, yeah. Middle. All right. I'm just, there you go. I'm just scooting over. Uh, this is Christine. Christine Scott. I was thinking about this. Your first Sunday here was Demo Day, wasn't it? My first Sunday here was Demo Day. Yeah, like so. For those it of you really that know, was. we've been in like a two-phase construction thing. One was doing the bathrooms and all that, and then phase two, we're, we're very close to wrapping up back here. And when we knocked it all down, you were like, "Whoa." What were you thinking? <laughs> well, that day I was thinking, why didn't I come a few weeks ago? Okay, yeah. That's what I was thinking that day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the next week, I think, or the week after that, when we had church in the wild and everybody had uh, church in their homes, I was welcomed into the home of someone who had never met me mm. um, and made family and, and prayed over, and it was... It was pretty amazing, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't wait to get back in the building with all our, is everyone like this? And they are. One, one thing about memories, sometimes, uh, like, I look back, I'm like, oh, that was fun. And then I really started thinking about it. I'm like, no, that was brutal. That was the most <laughs> stressful season of my life where we didn't have bathrooms for, like, two months. We had, had portable restrooms outside. the best portable restrooms ever. You know, people were worried I was going to bring out like some old stinky porta potties, but like we brought, we brought but, the fancy porta potties. But can you imagine like the men's bathroom sink was a tiny little table with a thing of hand sanitizer. Can you imagine that being in 2020? Yeah, like, yeah, for real. We would be shut down. Yeah, probably <laughs> so. 
Probably. I never went into the men's. Like we had a sink. The girls had a sink. But the boys was just like a table with a hand sanitizer pump. And I, we're lucky if they use that. <laughs> over that stretch, I was literally showing up, and I kid you not, with a Bible in one hand and a pipe wrench in the other hand because they were working up on our plumbing and concrete up till like midnight on the Saturday. And for multiple weeks, I was coming in and I was putting toilets and sinks in place. I'm not saying that to brag, but like that's just what ministry looks that's like how sometimes. how fun it was. So, I mean, a Bible here and, a, and literally a big pipe wrench I had purchased. So. Yeah. And I don't know anything about plumbing, so don't ask me to plumb your house. I, um, Man, so I just want to ask you one question before we talk about core nights, because that's what's big. Uh, Christina, she's served in a lot of different capacities uh, over her time being here, kids and, and guest services and, and communications and a lot of different things, and now you're over our next steps. So guest follow-up and, and DNA sessions and now core nights, which is a new midweek opportunity that we're pumped about. Yes. Um, but just before we get to that, I wanted to ask you, what have you just seen God do? What have you kind of since that uh, transition since you've been here even like God's done a lot in that right. time yeah and two and a half years like you said serving in different areas being in different areas seeing different people really what I have seen is God answer prayer mm. over and over and over again mm. um, and sometimes that answer to prayer is a straight up no yeah <laughs> and sometimes it's hold on a minute but I have witnessed answer to prayer instantaneously as well. Like I've seen it and everyone in the church is so faithful to share that and to give him all of the glory mm. for answering prayer that that is something that has changed our family. It has changed my life to be able to be a part of seeing God answer yeah. prayer in so many lives. Like it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, it works. <laughs> Yeah, it works, and I think, uh, man, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, we don't, I, I can't take up too much time. Let's talk core nights, because I could just talk right. memories and what God's doing all day long. Right. Let's talk core nights. Yeah, so tell everybody. core nights, I am super pumped about, and I could be up here talking about it forever. It but sort we'll of kicks that. off this week it's with something nice. called community night, which yes. is like we're throwing a party. To, we're going to have a, a community night this coming Wednesday, 630. Right. Come hang out. We're doing protein shakes and just yes. having a good time. It's, so double party week. It is Come back on week. Wednesday That's right, at 6.30. Yeah. It's double party week. Um, but really, core nights are about, kind of on this theme of stronger for our church. Yeah. They're a way for us to get stronger together and stronger in his word here together and online. And so we're just really focused on three things. Authentic community, which is part of yeah, yeah. that our, our values here and part of what we do here, but just growing together just in regular life, not just in every conversation doesn't have to be this level of spiritual, right? We yeah, can talk yeah, yeah. about the, the recipe that you bombed last night that was terrible, yeah. right? We can have those conversations. And so building authentic community is the first part of Core Night. And then we go into biblical teaching and we're going to get grounded in his word, and we are going to, it's going to be 30-minute teachings, and we are going to get grounded in his word, and then immediately after that, we're going to break out into, um, into discussion groups, and those who are online are going to be part of the um, teaching, and then they're going to have their own discussion group, yeah. and we're going to spend 30 minutes practically walking through God's word, applying it to our lives, and I just think an hour and a half in our week, right in the middle of our week, you know, just as we're getting to that portion where, 
okay, I got filled up on Sunday, and I'm, I'm, it's, our, it's Wednesday, and here I am, I'm chugging along on empty. We're going to get filled right back up on Wednesday, launch back into yeah. the rest of our week to go be the light to the yeah. world. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. I mean, we, it's always called hump day. Like, I got to get through hump day, and we're just, we're changing that. It's, it's core day. Like, it's core right. night. We're really digging in and really pressing through, and I said at the beginning of the year, it's going to take some sacrifice. It's going to take some commitment. And whether you do that online or you do that in person, uh, I want to challenge you to be a part of it. And because I, I think that you're going to be so much more spiritually mature at the end of this year than you are right now. We're kicking that off. Uh, this week is community night. The following Wednesday is going to, we're doing a four-week study with, with Pastor Todd Corpy on just how to read the Bible. If you've ever just said like, man, I just struggle. Like, we're going to be getting in, like, how to do it, how not to do it, and I, I think you're going to get a ton out of that, just in this, and that's just a four-week uh, right. study there, yeah. Right, and I'm, I'm so excited about what he shared with us that he wants to share with all of us, even just the, the little previews that we've gotten. Yeah. I think it's going to be so great. It's going to be everywhere from that high-level spiritual talk, talk yeah. that we were talking about down to, like, really practical how do I build this habit? How, yeah. you know, what's the best, yeah. what, what translation should I do if I'm scared of the Bible? Yeah. You know, those kinds of things. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting more excited when we talk too. about it. Real quick, before um, David's going to come up here in, in just a minute, um, let's talk just a little bit about what's happening in kids and students. He's going to talk more about students, but just kids for core night only. Yeah, so kids, um, we have amazing nursery care for our zero to fours, and they are going to have wonderful care um, on Wednesday nights. They'll be ready to check them in at 6.30 so that you can have that fellowship time with mm -hmm. adults. They can have their time to build relationship as well, and our kids from 5 to 11 are going to be doing camps throughout the year. So we have an amazing kids coordinator who is helping facilitate that. So it's that. like a summer camp except Wednesday night Wednesday over nights. like a stretch of six oh, weeks or something. Right. Yeah. So they're all all of them are a little bit different. Some are going to be seven weeks, some are going to be eight weeks, but that's the way that's going to work for adults as well. Right, <laughs> Four yeah. weeks here and eight weeks there. And so this first one that we have for them is called Made to Create. We're really focusing on how God made you to do all sorts of different things. And this first one is Made to Create. So it's an art camp and they are going to get, they have, again, amazing leaders who are going to do some really awesome things with them. Things that you don't want to do at home, parents, because it's messy. Uh, they're going to do here. Get it out of their system of church, yeah. <laughs> they're going to do it here on core night and we're going to, and all of it is related back to, you know, God created them mm. to do this and to be able to serve others. We're, we're pumped. There's a lot of work that's been happening over the past few months to really serve you and to help you grow in your faith, and Core Nights is a big part of what's been transitioning there, but we're, we're pumped about it. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm really excited. Awesome. If you ask me about it, be, be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, we're running out of time. Come on, David. I got to hustle. Thank you so much. Give it up for Christina. What's up? Uh, this is uh, David Napier. Uh, he pastors with, along with his wife, our next gen. He's our next gen uh, director overseeing our kids and students. And uh, this past year has been um, pretty interesting uh, for kids in student ministry, <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> sure. say the least. We're so close on this building, aren't we? Yeah, and I'm honestly just like so excited for it, but I'm so ready for it to be it's, done yeah. and ready. And I'm sure we all are. I'm yeah. sure all of our students and kids are just ready to get in there. So Yeah, so just real quick, this is super practical. For the next like four weeks, students are meeting in a different place, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. You, students probably know about that. Yeah. But um, t tell us, tell everybody, just catch them up on what's been happening in student ministry. We made a big transition about three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah so about three or four months ago, uh, we switched to the students meeting every single week. So before that, 
and this is crazy, but in February, students is gonna be celebrating three years. Woo! Student yeah, woo! That's, that's just something that's, that's so awesome that we've been able to have, but for two and a half plus a little bit uh, of those years, we were just meeting every Friday. Uh, and we tried to increase- Once a month, well, yeah. Really once a month, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I said every Friday. Yeah. Uh, once a month, and we tried to increase that, and the reality is, if there's no consistency built in, it is really, really hard to really take off. And this past three or four months, we've been meeting every single Wednesday. Uh, we were court nights before court nights was cool. Uh, <laughs> so we were meeting every single uh, Wednesday. And, it, yeah. and really, I've seen so much change um, from our students just in engagement with, with really what we're doing. We have a lot of fun, but um, I always tell them the most important thing is like the lesson that we're going to be doing and applying that in your life. And I've seen, seen and I could, I could tell you stories about just thing after thing that I've seen uh, from these students from that. Yeah, I love what you guys are doing. Like the kids all have, uh, the students have these devotions and, and they're like, they're in their word. Like they're in the devotion, yeah. like some of them like every single day, like throughout the week and they're reporting back yeah. to you guys. Yeah, and so they're, it's um, amazing. I, there's a couple people, I mean, I get a, me and Sophia get a joint text from them every single day and I'm so surprised when I get, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, this person is doing it again. And then some of them write it in their journals, and they'll bring it in uh, on those Wednesdays and show it to us. Now, we do have a prize involved, so there's a little bit of bribery. Yeah. But, uh, but, but that's okay. It's, it's Who doesn't ministry, love right? a prize? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, it's, it's so good. Um, so we're, we're getting ready to make a big transition with this building. It's going to be a game changer. We need it a, a year ago. Um, and we're ready for all of our kids to get back in, in age-specific ministry. Um, you guys have done incredible in here, but we, we know you guys are ready to get back. Um, uh, w- what are you seeing here in these next, you know, four to six weeks to get us kind of ready for that next step yeah. to get, get all back? Yeah. So, like, like you said, we're, we're super excited for that. Um, but we do need some volunteers. We yeah. really do. We need, a, we need a few more volunteers to really get us uh, kicked off. And, and I just want to first just give a shout out to all the kids volunteers Woo! that have yeah. been a part of that. Amen. It, it may not seem like it on an individual week because, you know, you're in there for maybe one week a month and uh, you might not see those students again for another, another month. Yeah. But what you're doing in that ministry is changing those kids' lives. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what, you know, you don't know any... It's hard to know everything that's going on in their lives, and when you can be a solid foundation for them every single time you're in there and be able to share uh, your passion for God and, and just um, the relationship that they can have, you're changing their life. You're setting their future yeah. up for something um, something much bigger than you or them. Yeah. So. I, our, um, our, our heart for next-gen ministry, parents, is really not where we become the answer for your kids. Got to get my kids in church so that they'll know God. Really, the vision of the Bible and God's plan for that is that, that you are teaching them the Word of God and that you are the greatest example that they have. Like That's God's plan for Scripture. So our role as a church is to come alongside you in that, right. to resource you, to help you grow in that role. And so we're working hand-in-hand hand with you. We're here to support you. And I just love how there's, there's been, like I think, three of our next-gen, three of our kids that have, have, have come to faith in just the past like two or three weeks. Just incredible. Even when we're not able to have full kids ministry, kids are still coming to know the Lord. Like, come on, that's worthy to give God praise. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else just to share? I mean, yeah, if you if you're interested in volunteering, jumping on board, we're gonna need some volunteers for that. We're we're getting excited. Um yeah, I'm just uh can I tell a quick story? Yeah, please do. And and this just I wanna explain to you why 
next-gen ministry. It's so important. We've said before, you know, they're going to lead us um, sooner than we think. Yeah. And I just want to give an example, and I didn't tell this uh, family that I was going to do this, so sorry. Uh, I won't mention their name. Um, but I had a parent come to me the other day and um, just tell me, that, that parent told me about something that happened with their uh, student. And they said that they were having a rough day and uh, they were pulling into the house and um, just was kind of expressing that they had a rough day to their student. And the student said, hey, can I, can I pray over you? Uh-huh. And... And I think that's something that's so important to who we're wanting these kids and students to become. Um, when, when we're pouring in to these students and these kids, we're creating leaders not just in the future but also now. Amen. And, and in the way they lead within uh, their classrooms, whether they lead within their households. And it's so much power, and really everyone has a part in that when yeah. you're here. Uh, not, it's not just those that are in kids' ministry or those who are in student ministry, you know, helping and volunteering and things like that. It's also in how we talk to them, you know, you know every single day when they come. And I know this has been a really uh, a time when we've asked parents to be very, very flexible. And, and we appreciate that so much. And it's great to see so many kids still coming every single week and sitting yeah. in here. Um, and so I just want to give a shout-out to, to really everybody who's yeah. played such a role in all of these kids' and students' lives. Amen. 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 Awesome. Come on, give it up for Pastor Dave. do a great job. Awesome. Hey, Levino, join us, man. <laughs> this is email. Something like that. It used to be. Uh, Lee Trevino, everybody. He leads our um, creative department, our band in production. And uh, man, just thankful for you. I mean, we go way back. We go back to the beginning. Uh, yeah. What comes to your mind on a day like this? Um, sorry. Yeah, just unmute it. Shut up. Good morning. Um, I'm just... Actually, the last song we're going to do today is called Thankful. It's a new song. Um, but I, I always stew on what we're going to do during the week. I give for, for music, um, but I always give the half of the week at the end like uh, a lot more prayer and thought of what, what do I want people to take away for this week because um, I only get to see you guys for a short amount of time, and a lot of times I'm working with our team yeah. and working with the other leaders to make sure that everybody's happy and taken care of. But... I always give the Holy Spirit a little bit of room to speak to me. Um, so um, thank you has just been on my heart all week. Um, a lot of you guys know the story that I came from, but all I have is gratitude, and I live one day at a time, one you know, step at a time like you were talking about, um, and I'm just so thankful. When I look across the room and I see everybody, and I, we were meeting in Kyle and Taryn's house, and she made great food and sweet tea. And Kyle played an amazing acoustic guitar with her, his long hair. Her tacos aren't like um, going over to the Trevino house for tacos. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Can't just that. Yeah. yeah, but we um, we're just I'm just thankful, and I'm thankful for every single one of you here. Thankful for every everybody who's been on our team that serves, um, because I'm just I'm just genuinely happy genuinely happy to be around everybody. Yeah. Uh, during the week, we're so secluded. We're in our workspaces or we're in our little rooms right now. We're all compartmentalized and social distance, so, um, which I'm cool with that and being safe. But I'm just so thankful to be in a room with you guys because not only does it honor um, God, it, it honors one another being yeah. here. And we are able to, like, grow together. Yeah. Man, I, I just always, I mean, we've had many, many meals together, but I just remember sitting at Longhorn with you, and I'll never forget it. And you, you may not even remember the phrase, but... You said to me, I've been praying, I don't even remember the exact date, but I've been praying for you to come for like 
thir- I think 13 years or something. You've been, and um, hearing a phrase like that, when you've moved your whole family to a city, um, it, 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 it meets you in a really deep place that makes me want to you know, break down and cry. For you, it was, um, it, hit and it was a different thing. And I, I know in that moment, you weren't even talking about me. Like you were praying for a place for you to belong and grow in your faith. And this felt, something resonated in that conversation for you. Um, I don't know what, what that was for you, but for me, it was, it was major affirmation that we're still here. Yeah. And uh, just want to tell you, thank you for, for all you've done. You've served, I mean, literally since day one, man. And I just, I love you and appreciate you. And, and you're a dear friend of mine. But um, just want to, just wanted you to just share your heart, you know, talking to our church. Um, God has great things in store for 2021. And um, there's so many people carrying this vision. We're about 60% of volunteers back serving. And, and to really get us to where we need to go in 2021, we, we want to see people using their gifts, whatever it is. If it's once a month in an usher role or whatever that might be, um, I just wanted to, to allow you to share your heart. You're, you're so faithful with your service to the house. Well, thank you. And like I said, I think everybody in this room has a sensitivity to when God's tugging on your heart or telling you to do something. So I was praying just over the past few minutes before I came up, and the word that kept on coming to my mind was influence and confirmation is when David was sitting up here saying, you have no clue, like what, what they're doing has influence, and the definition for influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior, behavior mm-hmm. of someone. And so I, I think the only thing that the Holy Spirit was asking me is, what is my influence? Is it a good influence or is it a bad influence? And I know we're not made to be perfect. Everybody in this room messes up. But um, one of the things that in my heart and confirmation from what I'm hearing is that we all have influence. So uh, for the first three years I was here, um, I had an issue with, uh, I, I couldn't drive for about a year, so let's just put it that way. And Kyle would call me all the time and ask if he can pick me up. And my pride got in the way. And I was like, no, nah, don't worry, but I'll, I, don't worry, I'll sit. Because I wasn't obedient, uh, it was almost three years I, I didn't even, I wasn't even on this stage. And now you guys see me all the time, but for three years I didn't even play the drums. I was too afraid to step out and say, all right, God, you've given me a gift, Give, let me use that gift for you. Um, instead, I, I, everything that the enemy does, because he, what he does is he, he wants to lie to you, mm-hmm. and he wants you to believe it. Yep. And as long as he can lie to you today and say, I'm not this, I'm not that, whatever it is in that case, his job, just like that movie Tangled, have you seen Tangled? That old witch, she keeps on t- telling her, oh no, you, you stay here, you're safe. And what happens is we're actually just, actually we're miserable in our sickness. Yeah. And we all have a problem, and that is pride, and it's our own sickness, and it's our ability to just believe what the enemy keeps telling you. Yeah. So uh, God is saying today, stop. Yeah. Stop believing it. Yeah. Because for three years, he kept me from... My, you know, and it was all, God has a plan, and he works yeah. out everything good. Yeah. Um, but after that point, I, I said, you know what, maybe I'll play one Sunday. I didn't know what I was doing the first Sunday. Some of these songs we do, guys, they're difficult, and they're a little awkward. Um, <laughs> but when you get past the awkwardness, you get past the beats, you get past the loud cymbals and the piano, you, you, hear, you hear the Spirit of God speaking to you. You take time to get quiet and listen to what's saying. So um, that's one thing, and I'll hurry up and hush. No, you're um, good. But influence. You all have influence. You have influence on the person sitting next to you. And um, the last thing that came to my mind is when these kids are playing football 
and we're all together. Um, Romans 12 says that we are one body, but we are the same. And don't be afraid. This church isn't a church where everything, you can't get messy. You can't, you know, say something funny. You can't crack a joke. You can't, you know, right now we've got to do long distance hugs or elbows. But uh, if you have something to give, just do it. Like whether it's playing with the kids, whether it's picking up something or saying, you know what, it's been a couple years since I used this gift. I might be terrible at it, but I want to be taught. Um, just, just, just do that. So if I can say anything to everybody in this room, Kyle, the re what he sold me on uh, was that we're not a church of a bunch of staff leading people. We're a bunch of volunteers and leaders leading people. We're not a staff-driven church. We're a leader and a volunteer-living church. So all these girls, Christina, uh, Tara, Jackie, every one of you, um, Bill, Melinda, who stepped up in, in the music, thank you. That's what today is about saying is just thank you, and uh, the best is yet to come. The last thing I had was a vision, and it was about three years ago, and we were standing on the um, patio back here, and I had a vision. It was all enclosed, and we were about to go up for our worship, and the group of us were all praying hands and, and, and uh, praying for the service and holding hands, and that's about to come, guys, in March. So um, just keep on staying faithful, whether it's faithful and just the small things, first but just one day at a time take it and um i just have to say literally thank god for saving me uh thank god for me falling in love with him uh i never thought i would be like a loud um person <laughs> being super like like uh, like almost evangelistic like yeah, saying he's are, amazing yeah. he's awesome because you know in my weakness he's made strong i'm not i'm a mess i'm imperfect but I just wanted to say thank you to the congregation. Thank you for all my brothers and sisters. I see everybody here. Fred, uh, I mean, all you guys are just my friends. And um, so if you're having issues getting plugged in and it feels a little awkward, that's how it is when you grow. You're going to feel that way. When you work out your glutes, you can't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> you can't get out of it. You get in your car like this. It's going to be... It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> but you know what? That's what this church has taught me. Sorry, that was a little... No, it's awesome. But man. that's all I could think about is getting in the car. <laughs> but um, I, I love you guys, and I'm here for you. You can call me, text me. You can do the same with, thing with our, our pastor, with all of our leaders. And if there's not something that, you know, that we haven't thought of, you know, just have, we're, we're all growing. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit messy. It's going to be a little painful. But I'm very faithful because God is faithful, yeah. and I stay where I'm growing. And you don't pull a plant up when it's halfway grown. You Amen. guys have so much... Uh, so many resources here at this church, and I, I keep praying that we can Amen. love on each other and do Amen. that. So. Love you, man. He's about to Amen. preach. Follow him. Go. <laughs> love you, buddy. Go get us started on this song. That'll shut me up. Um, I'm so thankful. Just what God has done in each of you. It, it's, that's what keeps us going is just watching what God's doing in your life because that's why we do what we do. Um, you know, just kind of looking into 2021, I'll tell you one thing that I'm hopeful for and expectant, and, and I think that just kind of goes along with what we're saying is, is I, I just, I, there's a lot of people in this city that are hopeless. It's just, they're, they're, there's a lot of joy and a lot of faith in this room. And there's a lot of people who are completely hopeless in your neighborhood and completely clueless about what truth is in your, your workplace. Um, 
and in your classroom that they don't have what the hope you have. They don't have the joy and peace you have. Um, and more than ever before in the, in the history of our church, I want to see more people come to faith in Jesus Christ in 2021 than we've ever seen. I, I, I truly believe if we'll grab a hold of what I'm about to say, we can see more people come to Christ in 2021 than we've seen in our entire existence. Like, and I'm not just saying that to pump somebody up. I'm, I'm saying like, let's be about it. Like, let's just be about the Father's business. Let's, if he's been good to you, then stink and tell somebody. If he's been faithful to you, why are you keeping that to yourself? If you know he's the way, the truth, and the life, then like speak that to someone who seems lost as they can be today. Like, don't be selfish, don't be prideful, and don't hold that to yourself. God, this whole pandemic thing, God, it has turned up the soil in our country. I know it looks like the world's going to hell in a handbasket and we don't know what's left and right, but I'm just telling you, God's going to use it for good for the glory of his kingdom because he's done it before. He does it every single time and he's not finished yet. <coughs> Philippians 1.6, quoted a bunch of scriptures. Philippians 1.6, he that started the good work in you will be faithful to complete it. He ain't done yet. He is not finished yet. He's not finished with you. He's not finished with me. He's not finished with Fathom Church. I'm thankful for eight years, and God has a lot more in this year. Um, let's, let's all do our part and lean in and watch what God does. This band's going to lead us. Um, let me just pray for us as we transition into that. Let's go ahead and stand together and just prepare. Father, we just thank you for who you are. If you just feel comfortable, maybe you just lift your hands or you open up your arms and you just thank God for a minute. God, I thank you for who you are. You've, you've been so ridiculously faithful to us. I don't know why you chose us. I don't know why you called us out. But you did, God, and, and we have never been enough, God. We never have, but God, you have always been enough. You have always been faithful, God, to meet every need, to change a life, to change a heart, to draw us in to your goodness, to remind us about what it's all about, that we're not just playing church, but God, that we are ministers of reconciliation, bringing the kingdom of God from heaven to here on earth. God, may it be done on earth as it is in heaven. May it be done in this house as it is in heaven. May it be done in our homes as it is in heaven, God. We surrender all again, God, and we lift our hands, we lift our hearts, and we say thank you. Amen. Come on, let's worship together.